0: That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to everyone who is basing their entire personality on being a dark empath, but in reality is not. Calm down, Edge Lords. It's been three weeks. Hello, people who were or are a little too into John and Hank Green's YouTube videos. Welcome back. Yeah, we, we know that's all of you. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say people that follow Hank Green on TikTok, but that's everyone. So That is everyone. It's a little more specific. You're the real fans and you let everyone know it. Hank Green owns TikTok. Yeah. Don't <laughs> let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> hey, Hank. We love you. <laughs> Come on our podcast. Yes, please. There's absolutely no reason for you to do it, but do it. Yeah, yeah. It would. That's, that is the reason to do it. <laughs> It'd be a power trip to be like, hey, I'm just going to go on this podcast. I don't even need to. It's just fun. We'll let you talk about whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the point of our podcast. <laughs> you don't need this, but you want it. <laughs> it's everything you didn't know you needed. Yeah, yeah. Guys, you could tag him on TikTok if you really wanted to. Oh my just gosh. Him. <laughs> <laughs> tag him until he either comes on our podcast or blocks us us. (laughs) we dare you if 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 any uh i don't want any other outcome i want one of those two Mm -hmm. i want him on our podcast or i want him to block us yep yep (laughs) either way it is a power move yeah power moves only in hyper focus absolutely that's what we're all about here (laughs) I love when I just say something completely random and stupid. And then you're just like, that's what we're all about here. <laughs> it happens like every other episode. That's and true. I love it. That's true. Um, at the beginning of this school year, Rachel and I, well, we told you how we became friends. So we're not mm. going to go over that again. Basically med in sight class figures. Um, but yeah. over the summer, Rachel sent our sweet group chat a text. I'm scared of this, this story. Um, that just said, um, what, what did you say? Exactly? Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Where is it? Where's where's the plaque? Oh there it is. The plaque is up yep, there. Yeah, It's it's like up high in our house. Yeah. But it just says in this house it's power moves or no moves. And I'm quoted I voted on it. Made My that. name is at the end yeah. of awesome. Rachel's name is on it. And I uh had my dad make a plaque of it and i brought it back to school and it had been like two months and so she was a little bit confused at first i completely but, forgot about it but it, it was, was a awesome. very nice no surprise yeah yeah Power So that moves only that is that has been um the point of this podcast for longer than this podcast has existed you know i think that would that would probably be sorry i moved away from the mic to look at the plaque again because i'm proud of myself mm-hmm. um that that would be something good to put on a sticker yeah or a shirt yeah. so or anything that's really true actually in this house, it's power moves or no moves. So, Hyperfocus. Rachel, that's a really <laughs> yes, good ma'am. example of a good thing and a productive thing and a helpful thing that you oh, said. Oh, boy. Um, but. Thank you for, for noticing that. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the compliment. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That isn't true of everything that you say, though. Disagree. Um, False. For that reason, there are some apologies that need to be made from our last episode. This is defamation or libel. I don't remember which one is spoken, but it's one of those. I have um, to brush up on my legal terminology. I'm helping you by apologizing on your behalf (laughs) doubt so well first i would like to apologize for oh there's so much to apologize for in the dancing planet episode i didn't that wasn't english (laughs) when your apologies (laughs) aren't even in english because the universe doesn't want you to apologize for anything because there's nothing to apologize for because it was a perfect episode oh my gosh So, first, I'd like to apologize on Rachel's behalf in order to help her um, for how much she made light of the dancing plague because she finds it entertaining. That's... Was I wrong? I mean, you told me to not be sad when hundreds of people died. (laughs) So, yes. We are... In the entertainment industry. We must entertain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> still apologizing for that. Um, so just as an all-encompassing, I wanted to apologize for Rachel making light of that again. I also would like to apologize once again for the fact that Rachel can't seem to give us an episode that doesn't require a large number of trigger warnings. So for that. I I maintain that I have nothing to apologize for. All right. Well, that can be for you guys to decide. Well, then once again, I will just say that your apologies don't matter because my opinions are perfect. Uh, The objective truth and everything I do is perfect. So, you know what, Rachel? you You really don't need to apologize for anything because... As long as everyone is focused on me and what I'm doing, then the podcast will thrive. You know what, Rachel? We're going to let our listeners determine that. But for now, we have an episode to talk about. I'd prefer to continue talking about myself and for you to continue talking about me. Rachel, we're not going to talk all about you today Aww. because we have an episode to talk about. No mm-hmm. sad. So I want to start with a story. Is the episode I about it. me? No. It'd be no. a really interesting topic to hyper-focus on. Oh, gosh. Um, Fine, go ahead. So this starts with the story about a 68-year-old man. um, So you said that I might know about this, and I'm just going to make guesses after every single little tiny piece of information. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Story about a 68-year-old man who wondered where he was and why he was at the hospital, which his daughter had already explained to him over and over again. He had spent the morning moving boxes for his daughter, who was moving. Is this the guy whose hypothalamus was split? No. Okay. And had been—he'd been also working through a divorce for several months. Sitting in the hospital, he didn't remember either of those things. He had fallen down outside the supermarket, and he had been taken to the hospital. When they did examinations on his brain, everything looked normal, even though okay. he couldn't remember anything recent and wasn't this forming new memories. This is vaguely familiar. He had lost both his retrograde, which is his past memories, and his anterograde, which are the new forming memories. So long and short term. I think we're thinking of the same thing. Maybe I just had the brain structure wrong. So (laughs) just get, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, he had lost um, both his retrograde and Mm anterograde memories. Um, But the only physical symptoms he had that they could find at the hospital was that his blood pressure was high and he had scrapes on his face his memory oh okay not in the, the same er thing. Okay. his memory continued not functioning properly mm-hmm. so he was admitted dr zakowski i think is her last name dr katherine Kath- zakowski worked with him she was a resident specializing in neurology um and she noticed that his memory was improving over the course of the day but he still thought that it was april even though it was september okay and again no memory that he was getting divorced no memory that his daughter was moving uh, there was also no sign of the seizure, which was something they examined for that could have explained it. Yeah. The MRI and CAT scan were also normal. After recovering all of his memories in 24 hours, oh okay, he remembers yeah, everything since before getting out of the car at the grocery store, and then his memory picks up when he was in the hospital. He has absolutely nothing in between those two events. How, what was the time span? There? Under 24 hours. Okay. So it couldn't be a concussion, as the patient would have lost his memory for days and not hours strokes would have showed up in a scan um couldn't be a tia which is a transient oh i should have looked up how to pronounce this what is it let me see it this word ischemic oh ischemic ischemic okay couldn't be a tia (laughs) which is a transient ischemic attack uh because it didn't last long enough it usually repairs itself before causing any damages so too short to be a concussion, too long to be a stroke. Uh, The MRI was looked over again and the radiologist noticed just one tiny bright spot on the left side of his brain, possibly for making retrieving memories, but that was it. So the doctor realized this could be TGA, um, which is transient global amnesia, which is the topic we're going to be talking about today. So basically, He could remember how to do all kinds of procedural things, just not the recent past, and he couldn't form new memories, and it lasted under 24 hours. For TGAs to occur, you don't have to have any history of memory loss, and nothing occurs in the future. Basically, it doesn't leave any issues in the future. It's just a problem with the memory. So, TGA was first discovered in 1956, and still no one knows exactly why it happens. We'll talk more about their research on it a little bit later, but it's a very interesting thing in that most of the doctors and stuff that I read will just tell patients, like, hey, you'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you want to hear when you have missing time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so I started reading about it, and um, I thought that it was very interesting. So first, I wanted to spend some time talking about memory in general, um, just kind of giving a background on memory elasticity in general. Um, And so I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Elizabeth Loftus' research, research yes we do and the fact that memory just isn't set in stone um if you have taken general psychology you probably know who she is but you might not remember because memory isn't permanent so we're going to remind you a little bit about who she is Do you want to test my memory yes rachel go ahead uh she's she did a bunch of work on like uh false memories Mm -hmm. witness eyewitness yes eyewitness testimony couldn't say the phrase so a lot of her research which i will link in the description an interview with her um basically her research led her to the conclusion she's been studying memory for her whole career uh, but memory is not set in stone it doesn't stick and new information and misinformation can contaminate and distort your memory um which is something that she has been studying for decades I'm I love memory yeah I know you do I know you do love memory research before I keep going do you have anything you remember specifically about memory research that you want to talk about you're leading me to something (laughs) and I don't know what it is flashbulb memories I don't know We'll talk about that. Be more specific if you want. If there's something you want me to say. I, I just can wanted see your commentary, to be honest. Um, oh, okay. It looked like you were. It looked and sounded like you were trying to lead me somewhere, and I didn't know where it was going. To be honest, I had something written in your notes that I expected you to interject in with, my and notes? I, in, I have something written down that I'm expecting you to probably say. And um, I'm, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Never do a photo lineup is it that no i say that all the time yeah you do say that all the time never do, never you um, no, i say that all the time never do a photo lineup yep. never never do a photo lineup i i i have no idea what else you would think i w- was gonna say that's fine we i'm very passionate on. about do it do it an in-person lineup or get in front of a sketch artist first yep our memory is incomplete basically yes, it is. um people don't store all information memory is weird and your abilities will change over the course of your lifespan. Um, when it comes to memory, memory is also very heavily impacted by emotion. Um, there was a 2017 study by Professor Bissette Simons who analyzed the fact that long-term study participants could identify more pictures associated with negative emotions, which was mm-hmm. interesting. So like the flashbulb memory concept is what uh, she's studying, but um, she also found that these memories were less accurate. So even though they could remember more emotionally charged images than um, like neutral images, those memories weren't accurate, and so also the false memories were only elicited by pictures of people and not objects, which is interesting mm-hmm. because um, she's now doing further research into empathy and whether that has a role on that emotional impact and stuff. So maybe that could be another episode when all of her research, when she releases that research, but more empathy episodes. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, I thought that was really interesting, and I'll have that study linked. I also have. There's a, there was a study that was just completed a couple weeks ago on March 10th, 2021 yeah. um, from the University of California, which that research indicates that we experience feelings connected to events as we recall them, and the difference between the facts and the feelings. I'm are sorry, I to... just I totally zoned out for That's a minute. That's fine because you said March 10th, and I was like, isn't it February? Oh. No, but it's not oh. February. <laughs>
1: Oh I was doing gosh. the
0: math in my head. That's so funny. <laughs> it's the middle of March. I'm sorry, can you just You're start fine. over yeah. at March 10th? There was a study conducted just a couple weeks ago on March 10th, 2021, at the University of California. Um, and this research is indicates that we experience feelings connected to events as we recall them. So the differences between the facts and the feelings are referred to in this study as objective and subjective memory. Mm-hmm. So they can function separately, and this new study indicates that subjective memory functions independently, and people generally base their decisions more on subjective memory than objective memory okay um so that's also something that's interesting to think about in any conversation about memory and since we are talking about amnesia i just wanted to talk about how memory in general is super unreliable it is and i think that that's really important just like to remember in general. I'm still really curious about what you wanted. You thought I would say. Like I keep trying to think of what it could be. Give me a hint. I wrote, or might it still come up later? Here's what I say. Said. Insert Rachel's commentary and probably school story. What? <laughs> Your school story about memory studies. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. My high school story. Yes. Oh okay. Uh yeah. I don't think I would have gotten there. Mm. Um. Yeah. When you said school story, I thought you were talking about college you've Um, just separate like four separate times very proudly told me that story yeah it's an awesome (laughs) story I that was one of the coolest things that my psych i must a professor that my psych teacher did in high school so we were studying memory uh and going over eyewitness testimony and some of those things and my teacher had another teacher storm into the classroom um unexpectedly and he was dressed up he had a mask on uh-huh and was like kind of flailing and screaming and all oh my that kind gosh. of thing and everyone was like what the heck is going on um I don't know if they're like still able to do that uh shouldn't be probably <laughs> no it was like my favorite thing of this class I hope they still can oh no <laughs> I do not hope they still can um and then we had to uh He was in there for about 10 seconds and we had to then fill out like a report Mm -hmm. of what happened. So my teacher put up like five questions on the board of information about the person who had just come in. What were they wearing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, were they wearing a hat? What was he holding? What did he say? How long was he in there? Mm -hmm. And every, almost everyone's was like wildly incorrect. People Uh thought he was in there for like two minutes. He was in there for 11 seconds and people had these really ingrained memories two minutes after yeah they were convinced they knew what happened it wasn't even like time had elapsed yeah um almost everything was completely wrong mm-hmm. for a lot of people there were some people who got a decent amount right and I I got like I think I got all of them right except maybe one I got like half right and I yeah. was so proud yes I've, I, I've heard I knew, about that <laughs> I knew what happened that was a really fun experiment though yeah and then the and then he had it like, the teacher changed outfits and stuff between the like classes. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about, like, how people's information was affected by other people's stories. Yep, and that's a lot of Dr. Loftus' research. But anyway, nobody should be trusting their memory. And we're talking about specifically amnesia today. Um, But I just wanted to make sure that you didn't leave this episode with the impression that you were infallible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Quite the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, we're going to talk today about transient global amnesia, which is similar to that. Actually, it is that story that I told you at the beginning, um, which is a sudden and temporary loss of memory. This includes both the ability to recall recent events and the ability to make new memories. So um, when people suffer from TGA, they do not lose their memory entirely, Mm -hmm. and they can recognize people and places and things like that. But like the guy in the first example lost everything between April and September. So you lose a chunk of your memory usually. Um, This lasts... Yeah. He lost everything between April and September? I thought you said he had lost 24 hours. No, so, yes, that's a good clarification. He lost 24 hours in that 24-hour period when he was struggling to remember. He thought he was still in April. He couldn't remember his divorce. He couldn't remember any of that. After that 24-hour span, all of those memories came back. Oh, so what? Okay. Yep. So For he, 24 hours, he lost a couple months of memory. Under 24 hours. I don't know his yeah. exact time frame. And then yeah. after that... The only thing he forgot was the time between exactly. getting to the supermarket exactly. and being in the hospital. For him, it was like a blip in the system and that it was yeah. like he suddenly, his brain goes from being in the supermarket to being in the hospital. Um, it lasts an average of six hours, so it can be anywhere from 30 minutes to 24 hours. Okay. So, which is a huge range of time. Yeah. But um, that's generally the time span. It is incredibly rare. It only happens to 25 out of 100,000 people. Mm. It almost never happens to people under the age of 50, which is interesting. Yeah, I was going to be like, it's it's entirely possible that I've had that. I feel like sometimes I just kind of black out for like an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Rachel, you you just have ADHD. (laughs) Oh, that. Um, It does usually happen to people like between the ages of 60 and 65, which is interesting. Hmm. Um, Seems to be a fairly definitive mind frame or no time frame, not mind mind frame. No. (laughs) Um, So the loss of memory is sudden, but the recovery is a little bit more gradual. Again, within 24 hours, but it's not like everything suddenly clicks back on. Um, It could be triggered by physical and emotional stress. Also, physical exertion. Um, Let's see. Sudden immersion into cold or hot water. Medical procedures. Sexual intercourse and Valsalva maneuver, which is forcefully exhaling without letting air escape while taking a crap. (laughs) these are so specific they were so specific they started out really broad (laughs) so specific yeah and so imagine taking a crap (laughs) you just like forget where you are it would be, it would be crazy. Like, yeah. Um, it also could be caused by more serious conditions. Uh-huh. So if you or a loved one is experiencing TGA, it's still very, very important to go to the ER. Even if you're like, it's probably fine. They'll get it back in a day. Um, still take them to the ER because once, sometimes it can res- mm-hmm. uh, point to an underlying condition. And with that, we have mitigated our liability. <laughs> <laughs> so generally it's like a one-time event so in most cases and i saw the range between five and 25 percent of cases in most of my research i saw 13 and 14 percent of cases tga can be recurrent so it can happen again Mm. but usually it's only a one-time episode so like for that first example that we talked about um that man had very high physical stress because he was moving boxes for his daughter um and also emotional stress because he was going through a divorce Mm. um and so he in that article they heavily implied that those were probably the causes for his TGA episode. But in one study with a actual, somebody who had recurrent TGA, which is RTGA, as opposed to single TGA, which is STGA, um, this person who had RTGA had six episodes. Five were precipitated by intense straining due to singing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there were two patients who had four TGA episodes each, all precipitated by sexual intercourse. It happened to four patients? Yeah, four different people in this study. Recurrently? Mm Mm-hmm ooh yeah yeah Um, that's it that's an even worse place to just forget where you are yeah what's happened recently oh my (laughs) so i thought that tga was really interesting because usually when we think of memory loss we think of like dementia or another amnesia Mm -hmm. disorder that are persisting in long term usually when we think of amnesia we think of like you know media portrayals of it which are usually wrong yeah and um we think of like dementia alzheimer's things like that or even just people that lose a gap in their memory or consistently can't keep their memory so i thought that like tga was really interesting when i came across it and then i started looking into it and i was like this is crazy especially because they've identified some things that trigger it but they don't know what causes it um Hmm. So I think that that's really interesting. There was a pretty significant correlation in a lot of the studies of people that have a history of migraines, actually. Oh, this is good for me. Yeah, which I thought was <laughs> interesting, but it still wasn't even, it was only like, I don't remember, I think it was about a quarter of the people had had a history of migraines. Mm. So that's not even always the case. So that's significant though, a quarter. It, it definitely is significant and worth mentioning, but it's not, like, it can't be the only cause. Hmm. Um. So I thought that that was interesting. So there was a March 5th, 2021 study on TGA, which was the one that was studying single and recurrent TGA. So recurrent TGA shows an earlier age of onset, a personal or family history of migraines, and a personal history of depression. Both could lead to these things. Some weaker evidence suggested recurrence with a positive family history of dementia and personal history of head injury and hippocampal lesions. But again, not very many people have recurrences at all. I can absolutely see that there would be a, a head injury correlation yeah. there. That makes sense to me. It, it does make sense I mean, sense TBIs to me. cause a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, but it's still, like, it still yeah. doesn't explain every case, which is why it's an interesting, it's an interesting phenomenon. It's just I of, have a question yeah. that you probably won't have an answer to. Okay. So are a lot of these memories able to be accounted for by other people? Like, I'm sure at least in some of them, there are people who were around them. Mm-hmm. Um, has there been any correlation found between like there being a traumatic event in the time span that their memory was lost? I actually don't know about a traumatic event specifically, but there is a significant tie to if uh, there's emotional or physical stress. So I right. would assume that that could be a correlation. Um, most of these accounts are obviously from people who were around at the time. Yeah. Not from... Anecdotal. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it, they're also not from the patient themselves because it's a memory block. Right. So it's even interesting because we don't actually know what was going through their head in that moment that they lost their memory right. because they don't remember. I, I'm just saying I wonder if there's like a... In the, in the memories that they never recover, Yeah. if some of those memories were highly traumatic, like yeah. if there's some sort of correlation. Because, I mean, we know that people can block out mm-hmm. traumatic memories. I wonder if there's any correlation here ooh, that's really um, interesting like is there any time that the brain reacts that way because of a traumatic memory is there any overlap oh, interesting. i don't can know can it be both or either i don't know account. yeah um all the TGA accounts that i was reading were people that were either taken to the hospital so there was evidence that they couldn't remember things like it was like every 90 seconds there was no memory wipe a memory wipe mm. so they couldn't form new memories oh, right. so it's both of those it's that they can't form new memories mm-hmm. in that period of time and can't recall the recent past right. Um, I think a traumatic event definitely probably could trigger it, but TGA itself I think is different. Right. Um, so as another like anecdote of somebody that had TGA, which I thought was interesting, um, Dr. Frank McAndrew, who's a psychologist actually, when he was 66, he got out of his bed at 530 to walk the dog and he lost, he lost the next eight to 10 hours of his life. So thankfully his wife was home um his wife found him lying on the bed in another room an hour and a half later so seven o'clock um and he apologized for not having walked the dog like when she came in because that was the last thing. Um, although both the dog and his boots were wet and there were tracks in the snow, very clearly he had walked the dog. His wife also was there and was really freaked out, very obviously, because he kept asking the same questions over and over. He was using the same words, same inflections, and same hand gestures. I feel like that's almost scarier than like someone not knowing what's going on or passing yeah. out or something because it's like they're, yeah. they're completely cognizant, but they don't know. Uh, that's a little bit oxymoronic, but maybe that fits. It's like they're they're cognizant, but they don't know what's going on. <laughs> Well no, and the other thing that was interesting is that he was asking these questions and one thing he said because he wrote the article that I read. Right. Um, he said that he said it made it less alarming. I feel like if it were me, it would make it more alarming, that he would start his questions with, I know this is like an alarming question to ask <laughs> and then do that over and over again. So she took him to the ER, obviously. Um, It was interesting. He said he still knew who he was. He knew who his dog was. He knew who his wife was. For him, it was that he couldn't keep anything new. Mm -hmm. Um, So his memory would reset every 90 seconds. But it was weird because he couldn't just not retain anything new. He also didn't know what day of the week it was and didn't know who the president of the United States was. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah the day the week kind of makes sense but mm-hmm. president like that feels like a, a a longer term yeah and this was in 2020 so trump had been president for, for f- a year f- yeah yeah it's at the end of his end of his term yeah so he had been president for nearly four years yeah he went to the er and stayed in the hospital for two days although the mental fla- fog lifted after 24 hours and within 24 hours he was back to normal again nothing on the MIs. no long-term effects nope nothing on any scans no long-term effects he doesn't have a history of migraines um no reason to know why this happened no reason to think it'll happen again um he was also talking about how other people have reached out to him who've had tgas since he started talking about it as a psychologist um and he just in passing mentioned something that i had to pass along because i thought it was funny um but he told another man from north carolina um who had had work done on his house like on his air conditioning unit the day that he experienced his tga and he had no idea that he'd had that done until he got the bill he he had worked on, on his house mm-hmm. in the middle of that yeah <laughs> and then he got the bill later I was like what uh, but i've done that yeah <laughs> but for other people other reasons too. Just because just I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, but for other people who have experienced TGAs, um, they've had much worse effects in that they were later afraid of traveling, of being alone, of going mm-hmm. to work, just really afraid that this is going to happen again yeah. and that they'll be out of control. So even though it's interesting because there aren't long-term physical effects, he was talking about how there are definitely like long-term mental effects. Mm-hmm. One more thing that I thought was really interesting, one more account that I found... Of TGAs. Um, This was written as a case study. Everything's linked in the description, always. They they know by now. Um, But this was of a 53-year-old man. He was in a completely normal state of health, um, and his coworkers noticed some confusion and repetitive questions that were really out of character. So he was brought into the ER, and he didn't remember anything from work or before he was at the hospital. So he was feeling lightheaded, but he didn't really have any other like sick symptoms, no neurological conditions or history at all. He came back to normal the next day, but he remembered nothing in between, so very typical of a TGA patient. And his MRI was, again, normal. But this was interesting because several days later, he actually tested positive for COVID. So that lightheadedness was a symptom. Let me tell you. Two or three days later... He developed a fever and he got a te- got tested let me for tell COVID you, because of that. Let let me tell you, yeah. how little I remember. Yeah, from my ten days in isolation, yeah. when I had COVID, so I I don't remember. Yeah, it. so we d- we definitely know that there's neurological concerns with COVID. That's something that Mm. we've seen. So, so it's interesting. This was only one case study. I've got, I've got some questions. Yeah, is it possible that it was just COVID brain fog? Ooh, interesting. Because that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember. Is it possible that the COVID brain fog triggered a TGA? right you know yes there's, yeah I, there's a couple of explanations of what could have happened yeah here. they could have both happened simultaneously and I, that was I, this, I kind this of felt was like, that, like a this was like a scientific article but the person who was writing it was like this is a case study yeah. this needs to be well, researched yeah. but it's a very interesting correlation I kind of felt like I was walking in circles like metaphorically I mean I physically was yeah. too because I was isolated in a yeah isolation apartment yeah um, but like I, I would get up at a, at like ten. Mm-hmm. I'd sleep in, wake up at like nine or ten, and then all of a sudden it would just be like midnight, and I would be so confused. I was like, "What did I do today?" Like that's crazy. What happened? Yeah, I brought so much stuff with me because I was like, "I'm gonna be so bored." I didn't do anything that I know. Of. Oh man, <laughs> it was so weird. So yeah, I wonder if it's possible that like either A, it was just COVID brain fog, B, it was both, or C, do TGAs happen with COVID? Like mild? Yeah, so that's the thing. He was in the hospital, and they, like, determined that it was TGA. Mm-hmm. So, How do they determine that? I don't know exactly. Okay. I think it's, from brain what scans. I was reading, well, it doesn't come up on brain scans, so it's, a lot I thought you observing. said they, they noticed something. On that website. was on one patient, okay. one time. But mostly, like for him, his MRI was completely normal. Um, just for some actual like time frame on this, it's it, this was the first report of TGA okay. in connection with COVID. Uh, but TGAs aren't common in general, um, and it started 16 hours before his first fever and two days before any respiratory symptoms. So that's interesting as well. You know what happened to me before I got respiratory symptoms? Yeah, yeah, brain that. fog. <laughs> Yeah. So I thought you would specifically think that story was interesting. I do. Yeah. That does make it more interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of neurological issues with COVID. Mm-hmm. I speak from experience, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's interesting. Yeah. That's the information on TGAs I have for you today, Rachel. I forget it all. Well. <laughs> You're welcome to read through the notes if you want to think through that a little bit. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably forget it all again. <laughs> Is it possible that these people just have ADHD? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a really interesting topic. I've never heard of TJs before today. Had you heard of them before? I thought, okay, I was going to say, if I have, I don't remember. And then I realized it sounded like I was making a joke, but I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, you say that a lot, actually, that phrase. Well, <laughs> it's often true. <laughs> I often am told things and completely forget. And then I'll remember things that I have no business remembering. So I don't know. I don't know if I've heard about this before. I've heard of a lot of different types of amnesia. Mm -hmm. If you guys would be interested in talking more about amnesia or learning more about amnesia, like let us know. We're both obviously very interested in this topic. So we could definitely do more episodes on this if you care. I have something controversial to say. Oh no. (laughs) I might want Elizabeth Loftus on here more than Hank Green. (laughs) can't we just have them on here together they can just replace us honestly yeah Um, they they can give us a week off (laughs) yeah i'm sure that they would love that Uh, yeah that that would be the best part of both of their weeks who do you think would be more likely to actually come on if we were to ask them both to come on, and I mean, like, if the message actually got to them, not who could we reach easier, if we were to ask either of them to come on? That's a really hard question. (laughs) Um, Because, well, you know, I don't know as much about the personality of Elizabeth Mm -hmm. Loftus. Um, I feel like Hank is impulsive enough and likes hyperfixating enough Uh that he might be interested in it. Um, Theoretically. (laughs) Very theoretically. Uh, But Elizabeth Loftus... It does It does a decent amount of speaking. Yeah. and That's actually uh, what I was thinking. Like, I could see yeah. her wanting to, especially, I don't, don't like know. Psych students, too. Yep. Yep. What going to Very interesting. Say? That was kind of exactly what oh, I was going to okay. say. Like, I could see her wanting to reach, well, tell us things, really. Teach us. Yeah. I feel like if Hank came on, it'd be because he wanted to be our friend. And if she came on, it'd be because she was like, okay, guys, here's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> I'm going to set y'all straight. Yeah. <laughs> Your psychology research. Yep. I actually, I think she's really cool. But, no, I do, too. Yeah. You know how? Okay, I am horrible with names. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Like I, people I have been friends with for years. I, <laughs> nope. Oh no. Well, n- maybe friends is a strong word, but people who I have actively hung out with uh-huh. in some capacity, uh-huh. maybe not one-on-one, but like actively seen, yeah, consistently, yeah. I will forget their names completely. no don't ever ask me anyone's name i won't know it see i feel like i'm better with names than faces you are yeah i immediately knew who elizabeth loftus was i'm really bad at remembering researchers authors all of that who said what i knew her she's amazing she's amazing so get um, on here girl (laughs) dr loftus (laughs) if you're gonna come on anyone's podcast it's us it's a place where you'll be appreciated this much (laughs) i just want to be appreciated appreciated. (laughs) all right rachel well what (laughs) what what do you want from me did we ever decide how we're ending this podcast no what it i think i've said this before but what if we just never ended it i think that we should go live to do that instead oh boy all right rachel so if people want their dreams to come true Mm. by seeing us live and being able to ask a question live and hear the things that we say before we remember they should be edited out (laughs) where can they do that (laughs) you can hear us unfiltered on Instagram Live, perhaps. But in order to do that, you might want to be following us on Instagram. Uh, that would be at hyperfocuspod. You could also watch us rant on Twitter. Yeah, you could do that but too. But not like angry rants, like... Happy rants. Gifted kid burnout rants about... So unhappy, right? (laughs) No, it's both. It's both. Well, anyway, that's at hyperfocus (laughs) underscore pod on Twitter. Yeah, don't miss that underscore. Uh, You can definitely find us on on TikTok lives. We do those sometimes. We do. And that's at hyperfocus pod. Then you can also find us uh, where else can find us. Oh, we have a Facebook group now. We do. That is hyperfocus colon. Dr. Loftus and Hank Green, you're both welcome. Come hang out in the middle of the (laughs) hyperfocus colon. (laughs) The, The Facebook page and the Facebook group are both Thank you. <laughs> Hyperfocus, colon, a podcast for chaotic minds that took me like four times to get through. Excellent. Uh, the page, you can follow us. The group, you can chat with us mm-hmm. and other listeners. Just put in a member request. We will accept it. Yes, we will. If you are not a bot. Uh, and If you're not a bot, you might want to let us know. Or if you are a bot, please let us know. If the bot is smart enough to tell us that it's a bot. If you're a bot, you have to be a sassy bot. Aw. Right? Yeah. 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 You have to insult me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has to be a good insult. It can't just be like, you're trash. No, no. It's got to be a creative insult. We love creative All right, make insults. Make creative insult bot to join our Facebook group and you might get a special shout out on the podcast. Yep. Yep. And, uh, if you do have any hate you want to send us that isn't tasteful uh, or creative in a way Lauren, that we will okay. enjoy, you can send it to our Gmail you can account. can send it to Lauren. Via our Gmail account. <laughs> you can send us anything on Gmail, but if you're going to send us hate, send it there. Yep. That'd be hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. We still have not decided on a name for our listeners. So name yourselves. Name yourselves. Well, that's what we got today. So we love you. Stay chaotic, babes. Recording now. Wonderful. That doesn't mean anything because I can erase anything. Yes, but. yes you can. It's the beauty of audio recordings. Are you, are you ready for me? Yes. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons.